You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. It is go time. You're correct. <laughs> Hi, Am. Hi, Sheen. Hi, Giselle. Hi, Sheen. I'm going to do a better job of introducing. I've gotten some comments about that lately that people don't know what's going on initially. I can understand where you're coming from, you know, um, but there is something called intuitive <laughs> flow that just happens and sometimes you just got to... You got to jump onto the ride and just, just she's feeling jizzy frequencies. Yeah. Keep going with (laughs) us. (laughs) She is feeling jizzy frequencies to get with us. So I know, you know, different podcasts have different structures. Ours doesn't really have one (laughs) period (laughs) end of story. So we don't generally have a list of questions. We don't generally have a topic generally. Yeah. Um, I, I know nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Richard Bartlett style. Yeah, yeah. I actually know nothing. So. so, but I will give everyone a background on you, Giselle. Okay. And the other participant in this podcast, which who will Gianni. introduce in a second. Mm, so Giselle is um, podcast mama love. And <laughs> you guys can find her on the mm-hmm. podcast when Jesus turned out the lights. And then also I'm um, shifting on stage. Via Amberly, which I can't remember the yeah, number, it was, but I'll post she's it. She's doing it. She's really no. She's, she's shifting on the stage. She's shifting the stage. Right. So I'll put those podcast numbers up after um, in the show notes of this one. But um, yeah, Giselle is the team mama. She keeps us straight and uh, uh, still alive, my darling. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> so you guys probably don't know how much Giselle influences us on a normal on a normal basis, but in running our businesses and our lives. Giselle has been so integral in just helping us show up for the things that we're going through and then also um, expanding on the things that we're trying to bring in. So, and she does that through an incredible and immense wealth of knowledge and intuition and just an innate capacity for connection. And so despite all of her credentials, that is the the most amazing part of you, I think, is just that you're you. So I'm purely honored, and naturally. Jean. I'm honored. <laughs> and I just, I love connecting with you two so much. And just, um, you know, you say that, but the three of us, when we get together, I call them our intuitive powwows. We all three bounce off of each other um, energetically and in all types of ways <laughs> intuitively to come up with some really pretty awesome um, mm-hmm. life guidance. Yeah, Everyone needs that. You know, everyone does need that. And in ways that is so so non-conventional for me, I, you know, I don't know. We were talking earlier about just kind of like the week that I've had and and what's been going down and going on. (laughs) Lots of fun (laughs) for everyone. (laughs) But I was really thrown into thinking that um, I needed to bring in the logic for, um, business work and personal stuff and things like that and literally ran myself into the ground yeah. and was ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it does, every time I, I try to commit to something that's kind of like that and yeah. which like, how unfortunate for me because yeah, just when you mm-hmm. think that you could find an answer outside of yourself, like 
got this answer, yeah. got this book, yeah. here we go, <laughs> here's all the answers, just got to implement this. I have a little textbook for high, my third dimensional High performance reality. habits, here <laughs> we go. Did. She bought a textbook. Yes, it did. She did. Yeah. <laughs> but when, and when she, she drove into, I live two hours away from Sheena, she drove into town to Lafayette yesterday to come and see me. When you showed up at lunch, I will say you looked physically dead yeah or you said you were <laughs> and I thought so this morning she what are good woke up for? in my my house and uh we had a slumber party but <laughs> <laughs> she woke up and I just the first thing I thought is like you're healthy as can be to this morning yes and it's because you let go of what you needed that day yesterday to let go mm-hmm. yes I yeah. needed yeah. an entire <laughs> day to relinquish yeah out of hold town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. out of your town yes yeah yes and i wish i didn't need that because i wish i could incorporate more balance it's but part of it you needed that you needed that to actually provide more business opportunities mm-hmm. fresh insight and to pro- provide the financial flow i mean money is energy and there was something that was becoming stagnant because you were looking at it so much from old paradigm, mm-hmm. third dimension, because that's how we're programmed to do. And it's hard not mm-hmm. to when you have the IRS and the, right. know, just different right. things, bank loans, whatever it is that we're looking at. It's hard not to. Mm-hmm. You know, we right. still have to live in this world and of this world. But if we relinquish so. the fear, yeah. everything is still as it is. Everything. If And it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Choose your perspective. That you changes. can jump into and the your, higher paradigm flow, and you're able to see things from another perspective, which pro- most likely would create a more inviting experience of what you're trying yeah. to create. Right? It's more effortless. Mm-hmm. It's more inspired. It's more in the now moment. It's like um, you're completely losing track, as illogical as it sounds, of time. You're doing what you connect to then and there, and you're knowing you're getting fed kind of like this ultimate information for the best. And it doesn't negate efforts you were making before. That was needed to be in place to get you to a certain frequency. Mm -hmm. That's, That's how it feels to me. And that's how I'm watching it play out successfully in loved ones' lives and with our own ventures. I think that the part that's confusing is that you... Or for example, in my life, like when when you are in a situation that needs to change in order to be, you know, like, so you need to, so you're saying like, okay, I want to be healthy and, or like, I want to be successful and you are experiencing what you perceive to be the opposite. How do you not go into a state of fear in order to course correct? Go on vacation. <laughs> I'm just getting that intuitively right now, and we had this discussion this morning. Mm-hmm. You, something needs to be reset, and you need to check out for a moment and re-experience because it's really all supposed mm-hmm. to be the same frequency. Being healthy, being wealthy, being successful, being inspired business-wise, getting work done, kicking ass, and taking names, whatever it is, healing if you have a healing business, whatever it is. It's supposed to be, and this has been like a big inspiration thing that we all talk about that's kind of run rampant throughout, um, (laughs) I'm pregnant, but my pregnancies (laughs) that... Only nine months. Yeah. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, but if I this mean, podcast ends, it's because someone has gone into labor. I was going to say, I hope that's not how <laughs> Wait, And I'm going to have to deliver team. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will have to deliver this child <laughs> of God into the world. <laughs> I, like, I could do it. We have a doctor sleeping like yes. one floor <laughs> yeah. above us right now. <laughs> but Amber, going to have to deliver Yeah, I would deliver it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would just use like frequencies and light beams and I know. like sound. And I feel she like I would get how, it out. Yeah. It would yeah. fall. I feel like just that's fall how into the world. Thing used to happen though, like before yeah. doctors and and trinkets and things. I yeah. have to call them trinkets, <laughs> tools to get <laughs> babies out. And you know, I feel like you had to use like sunlight and sound yeah. and like almost like a chanting yeah. from like a town to like vibrate the pelvis open. There's a book called Birthing from Within, so and weird. one of their big techniques that the doula was was coaching Matt and I about. Mm-hmm. And it just resonated with me so much. It's like when women are in labor, like literally being like feeling the ground, putting your hands on the ground and summoning the energy of the earth mm-hmm. up into you for strength. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. so cool. The mother earth energy. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like be in the right mind to do it. So I'm going to like pass yeah. that on to you and you can just oh, like okay, beam good. that to me. Okay. Yes. I'll beam a I lot hope, of things to you. I hope you're you. good with so. that. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> let's, let's give a little background to so Giselle's mm. husband. His name is Matt and Matt. And I actually love, I don't know if we've mentioned this on past. We may have briefly mentioned Matt, but Matt is a medical doctor. He's an ER doctor. And so for people who might just perceive Giselle as being like totally impractical and like these things, like you're, what you teach is what you actually practice in your personal life. And you have on board uh, an amazing medical doctor with you who amazing. is seeing the effects mm-hmm. of yes. living in this way, yes. living in this flow yes. and um, trusting it. Yes. Um, a supportive man, I can't say enough, who's very also in tune to these realms and the potential of them and is very gifted in all the stuff that we talk about. Right. Um, but still very much functioning in... Um, an entirely different setting but showing up with a complete open heart field in ways that he can kind of hold presence in the best way you can in that kind of medical paradigm but he on a daily basis uses all everything we discuss you to discuss that I discuss for everything Mm -hmm. for how um, a higher way of living life with health with wealth, with happiness, with love, with joy, with all of that, how we self care, <laughs> self care practice, yeah. and talk about the differentiator. Like we, I don't know if we're allowed to brag about him, but he is the best, <laughs> and he is known. Yeah. He's just known to be just such a, a well received. Yeah, I, I mean, just, like he is like this heart of gold, and I feel like everybody kind of just knows that. Yeah, um, but beyond that, he's yeah. really able to get what he wants to get done and to. Yeah. Um, accomplish what he wants to accomplish because I feel like he has the support of this open-mindedness and this open-heartedness that really allows him to actively be who he is. And not judge anything for it. Exactly. Not judge anything around it, whether it's the ways that I practice healing or he practices healing or um, we were talking business before um, finances and accounting and things like that whatever it is parenthood we're about to step into this realm um in ways that he can kind of um 
bring a higher vibrational point of view to it and, and operate himself even though he's in something that people could perceive as like a really stagnant structure, he brings um, the new paradigm in any way he's being called to do that. Yeah. To problem shoot. It's a problem solve for, for his patients and for other people he works with. And, and um, it's so refreshing and quite fascinating to see yeah. how much he respects your intuition yeah. and your your healing modalities and everything that you've learned. And he, he absolutely learns from you and admires that. But he also, I think it's amazing to see someone who works in the medical field, who isn't just referring back to like a practical, logical, analytical point of view for every single thing and is instead open minded to the, the potentiality of infinite possibility. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely is. And uh, that's played out for him in his life. I'm going to say that when he really started um, stepping his big toe into these realms of everything that this podcast kind of promotes and stepping into your power and um, living in a heart centered manner and things like that, um, allowing the intuition to really start to develop And doing it from a place of just pure connection with your highest self. Um, I'm going to say his life. He's sleeping upstairs post-night shift right now. (laughs) He would agree. His life completely reflected, our life collectively, Mm -hmm. has completely reflected that. um, With the rules that he gives himself and those around him to operate in a way that has elevated you know, the people, his environment where he works, but also our home life and new opportunities that have come our way and just what it all boils down to. I'm going to say more fun, more fun, more Mm -hmm. happiness, not judging yourself for it, not trying to suppress that side of you because we're still stuck in old paradigm of like, but you have to work hard. You have to work harder. You have to work more shifts. You have to do this. Mm -hmm. You have to to save. You You can't save. Yeah. You all of that. Mm -hmm. And he does a wonderful job doing all that. He's the kind of person who is going to pay his taxes. (laughs) He's going to do all the right stuff. It's not like he just went like complete sidewall. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. No. No, it's, but at the same time, he, does like I've seen him at seminars where he is just completely letting go of what you know anything that he might have held to be true or or working and and that's Mm -hmm. what I think continues to bring you both to the next level we were so as much of old paradigm as you could have ever been he still loves to talk about we've been married for 13 and a half years um when we were first married we we actually both used to be engineers and, uh, and then he went on and got his master's in biomedical engineering. And then from there, the medical side of things and worked for a little bit as a biomedical engineer, um, got propelled him into pure medical route. And I was getting into holistic medicine at the time. So he was watching the whole healing process and just absolutely fascinated and said, oh, you know, I'm going to go all the way with uh, medicine. Went to medical school is, you know, operating now full MD and uh, dabbling in um, allowing his heart to kind of guide him in his career. but um, And everything. everything. And, and everything, really. It's not just about you and your career and 
how many people you can help or this or that because Lord knows he sees a lot of people yeah. in the ER all the time. But it's which ways can you bring these frequencies just to your life, to having fun, yes. to playing good music. To being with friends. Yes. Last night, eating <laughs> pizza. Like, yes. Whatever. Having and fun. eating donuts this morning. Yeah, Let's he went and got his that. donuts before he came home. Yeah. Yes. He's such a good Having medical fun. doctor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love him. We're all such great health, <laughs> health enthusiasts. He bought his donuts right before we had this huge conversation. It's helping us shift. The so. thyroid juice that Amberly has concocted. And yes. Yes. Aloe vera. We're like literally talking about light part particles and aloe vera juice healing yeah while we're eating a donut yeah it's the best of both worlds <laughs> it's both it's both sides of the same coin i mean yeah well, it's the yeah. same yeah actually, I, I said it right actually we're breaking old paradigm structure <laughs> yeah so that's the funny part but mm-hmm. we both used it. to be very rigid people who um couldn't mm-hmm. have been any harder on ourselves and makes it makes you be very judgmental and hard on those around you i think mm-hmm. as well and um it's almost like you hear the projections that society has judged people by that, that set of standards over and over again your whole life. And your insecurities make you constantly want to beef up your ego and be like, oh, well. I'm know, working harder than you. I've worked yes. 80 hours this week. Yeah. I'm more depleted than you. Yeah, I have yes. adrenal fatigue. Yeah, look at my under eye yeah. bags. Right. Yeah. They're darker than yours. Exactly. So I what are we doing? harder than you and I'm worth more than you and I'm more successful. It's the glorification of busy is what it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but um, that does not equate to success. No. And that's what he's learned so much throughout, especially the past few months. Uh, well, he's always known this, but he can't get over like really in hindsight looking. He said <laughs> just how you used to be like that more than anyone. I've always been a very loving and compassionate individual. But I was so insecure about my own self mm-hmm. that it made me constantly um, have bigger plans, talk big, um, put out there, you know, what the smartest, brightest way of doing things was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, no matter how ill or fatigued I was, at the end of that day, no matter how much I put in, oh, well, I better go to the gym still because, mm-hmm. like... If not, you know, right. uh, I'm not operating at the level of a Navy SEAL now. Yeah, like, I'm not depleted sh- enough. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, do you remember how you used to be? And he's like, God, like to see how you just do things now. Everything down to like eating that banana is like just completely in the moment. And so you're just so guided by that part of you that's feeding you that intuition. You know, mm-hmm. Should I put a Band-Aid on my thumb because I got a paper cut. It's mm-hmm. like everything. He's like, you don't even worry about things in the future. It's just completely now in the moment. And he's like, it's incredible. And he loves to point that out because I think I don't even notice it about myself. Mm-hmm. But it's really fun moving. It's very light moving into these realms. It's very connected. So yeah. something that I, that keeps coming up for me is for you. I, w- I would like for you to explain what we are speaking of when we talk about different realms. Okay. Um, no. It, Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone, strap <laughs> yourselves in. <laughs> you might want to pull aside the if you're driving. <laughs> the conversations with me. I am a medium too, so I can channel. And um, I've learned a lot from other people who channel or who are very intuitive. And it really, for at this point for me, goes beyond all of that. Um, because we're all connected, even to stuff we're channeling, 
it's getting to that highest vibrational, uh, most pure, most loving part of you. And tapping into kind of the infinite wisdom of kind of the field is what I'm going to call it, but all that's out there. And um, the most high vibrational, wise knowledge of what you can bring in. So <laughs> although Giselle could probably have a lot of fun, not pregnant, but over a glass of scotch. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> pregnant. Baby. <laughs> baby. It depends on what you're guided to do. Serious yeah. frequencies in that. So, um, but I could probably get into discussions about, uh, you know, <laughs> all kind of other things that people see that are out there. Um, uh, but what is a realm? So, I'm just saying I could, I could get into some weird conversations, <laughs> but what it all comes down to, honestly, is just you um, getting clear enough within yourself to become very intuitive. And that's kind of like what I preach. And what I think the new business model for people these days is, is um, intuition, everything being based off of intuition. So when I say realms, I mean, not of (laughs) third dimensional earth plane reality, textbook stuff, the way we learn to be in school, which all was very helpful and helped facilitate us knowing how to do an Excel spreadsheet, us knowing how to keep Period. track of a really tiny calendar. <laughs> That's all. How to stay alive in this world. <laughs> yeah, that was all very important. When I say we now operate in different realms, it's because that information, it's not serving us quite so much. Excel spreadsheets, keeping track of you know, our calendars on Outlook and all these things that we do now on our iPhones, it's basically run us into the ground and it has us running in circles. And I think, Sheena, you can even attest to that. It's um, a never-ending loop (laughs) that we're never going to break the cycle of. So what what I'm saying when I say go to different realms, go to higher realms. We're now of a different place where we can use intuition and operate from a much higher vibrational standpoint. So even manipulate time and things like that. And you kind of like rise above it. And from those places, you can trust the now moment trust the present and bring in and help manifest whatever it needs to be yet still in practical ways but it's the way that you're connecting to knowing you're already connected to everything and to every potential so it's actively co-consciously creating with the universe what you want and pulling that in drawing it in Yes. Does that help? Um, so when we're saying different realms, we're saying li- mindset would probably be a limited term, but we are we're basically tapping into that which hasn't played out practically yet on the earth. I love tapping into future realms, future potentials, and then handpicking which one looks the best to me on an intuitive basis. I feel like that's our superpower is intuition and I'm, I'm no fancier than anyone else. We all have it. We all have access to you it. You fancy. <laughs> Pretty fancy. It's a matter of just working on yourself to get clear enough to develop it. Well, I think that, uh, I think, I think Dr. Richard Bartlett told me this on a webinar once that if you think about going into your past, like bring up a memory and you're just thinking about it, mm-hmm. that's in a realm. That's a realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
think about yourself in the future, it's the same thing. He's saying there's no such thing as time. There's only now. And if you project yourself forward or project yourself seemingly backwards, it's the same exact thing. It's the same exact timeline. You might think that, oh, okay, what happened in the past? I experienced it. So this is exactly what happened. It may not be exactly what happened. It may just be your perception at that now moment. And in the future, you can grab things in a different realm, you know, a future Mm -hmm. realm and grab onto certain things that you would like to experience in the now moment and pull that in as well. And you're, you can manipulate your future and you can manipulate your past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's just say (laughs) that you would have different results based on what, you're choosing to refer to as mm-hmm. yourself, I guess. So mm-hmm. if you are trying to create newness, and I'm sure a lot of people do this subconsciously, yeah, they go back to when they've done it in the past mm-hmm. and they are bringing into their present reality what happened in the past right. but you're and are recreating right. the past. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's never a now moment. So if, especially even with interactions with people, you tend to judge people's current behavior off of what they've done in the past like say someone is like oh I'll usually pay for lunch and then they don't and then you're surprised it's like well what if you just met this person and they didn't pay for lunch you would think nothing of it right so go into the now moment Mm -hmm. even in your relationships with business Mm -hmm. with everything go into the now moment and and create your reality because you can do it it doesn't have to be a recreation of what everything you've ever done in the past right. it can be brand new yes. a brand new moment and you can pull in future aspects of what you would like to experience right pull it in now just as you do from the past you're pulling in all of your past into the now moment do the same thing for the future what what do you want your life to look like pull that in right. and start experiencing it right now so another guest that we've had her name is wendy kennedy and she continuously advises that it's not necessary to go into the past to figure out why mm-hmm. you're experiencing that aspect of yourself in this present reality. The more important tactic is to attune to the new frequency. Right. I love Where do you that. Go? Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And I love how Amberly put it because it's, you know, for years I've been reading about books. I started on this journey just trying to, um, Heal my physical body. That's what propels, I think, a lot of people into these realms. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a lot of this, like the explanation I gave, it sounds like such woo-woo talk. But it's like, <laughs> but how does that help me pay my bills? Right, you know? right, right. How does that help me when my husband was in medical school and, you know, I'm doing commission painting artwork on the side? Like, how does mm-hmm. that help me? Mm-hmm. And what she's saying, it, it ends up that this stuff was very instrumental in helping me and helping me rid myself of physical things that I'd struggled with since I was um, uh, an infant, honestly. Mm-hmm. That um, So if you can constantly tune in to get stuff on yourself that you can, I'm going to call it, do release work, do clearings, do... Um, frequency work ways that Wendy Kennedy has taught ways that Sheena and Amberly kind of like teach about um, I'm 
love matrix energetics and do that matrix energetics uh, the reconnection whatever the things are that you're compelled to do mm-hmm. prayer it can be prayer mm-hmm. anything uh, going on vacation and being in the sun high vibrational stuff but constantly meditating letting go mm-hmm. okay well then you get very clear then you have in then you can be more intuitive mm-hmm. at that point the clearer and clearer you get and the more that you're you're asking your, yourself mm-hmm. your highest self to develop clear, you know, clear audience, clairvoyance, whatever it is. Well, then if you're in such a jam, like a financial jam, let's say, you can project from a very clear point, ask that right brain part of yourself, if the other stuff, you know, wigs you out too much to think of it in terms of, um, I don't know, even spiritual stuff, if you just need to go to like, let your right brain, your subconscious show you an image of um, this direction you're headed on in three months. See what you get. See the sense you get. See how light or heavy it feels. Okay, now look at other course corrections you're getting guided from within you that you could take. And look at the images that show up to you in your brain when you get very quiet and very clear. And go through about five or six scenarios. And then pick the one that led you to the best result, that felt the lightest. That's awesome. And that's all you have to do. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to get into all of these weird stuff. Yes, I can draw out all kind of crazy, fun. You've heard podcasts, healing art patterns, mm-hmm. like all kind of right. really amazing stuff that I love. Crystals, this and that. Mm-hmm. But it can also just be really practical right. with what we're going to say. Your subconscious, your right side of the brain, helping you out, throwing you a bone, showing mm-hmm. you some things that it's kind of connecting to kind Mm -hmm. of with the patterns all around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can just be that. Well, and sometimes, like you were saying, it doesn't have to be like a full-blown, I have to go to a matrix energetic seminar Mm -hmm. or something. That could work too. But some days when I've had like breakdowns about it could be business or relationships or anything, going for a bike ride has been the most spiritual and shifting experience for me. And it can be 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that gives me so much clarity, so much release, so much um, integration. And then I feel it all throughout. And that changes the rest of my day and how I'm operating from moment to moment. Mm -hmm. It clears everything. And it's a simple bike ride. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. And it was fun. It it was enjoyable for me. It kind of goes back to what you said at the beginning, Giselle, which when I was saying, you know, what do you do when you're in that fear pattern and you're afraid of recreating, Mm -hmm. you were like, go on a vacation. I say go on a vacation and I'm sure people are like, Oh, well, <laughs> that's not I'm practical. Sure that's so right. fun with your doctor husband. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I would have been that person saying that a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> half of the time, my favorite thing, honestly, is um, <laughs> we have an RV going to a state park and going for a hike. Mm-hmm. Like it's like three bucks to get in or something like that. And I promise you, I've had so many years of doing that. And although we'd all love to be on like the Mediterranean coast, sunbathing Maldives right yeah (laughs) to be specific right yeah we had a conversation about that earlier (laughs) great healing frequencies but we uh sometimes all you have access to is a state park and that's that can be so beautiful in its own right and so freeing and liberating something Mm -hmm. like that but it's doing something outside of your norm or just going to a vacation in your mind Yes. Get yourself into that frequency. <laughs> if you're sitting in your room, close your eyes, take a few breaths. What would it feel like to be on a beach right now? Mm-hmm. You know, get into that frequency so, and that'll change your day. 
the the advice that you guys are giving are kind of like you know when you're struggling you've kind of beat your head against the wall regarding these particular situations it's great to step outside of the situation to gain a different perspective mm-hmm. or to let it settle and to be able to look at it without the emotional or mental uh, viewpoints mm-hmm. however there are sometimes when we need to go into it in order to release it so when you go into it because that's what your intuition i'm still really that's like the the drum i'm going to be beating over and over again this entire thing that i do with everyone that i ever come in contact with is is trying to develop more of your sense of your highest self guiding you but so developing your intuition basically intuition 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 it's everything and it's helped so many things so when you do get guided don't walk away from it and just let go the opposite needs to happen you're too much um denying certain aspects of it and those aspects are going to remain as patterns in your field that keep screaming at you like an injured child until you acknowledge them so what you do is you fully step into that look at worst case scenario fully accept worst case scenario make peace with it being the worst most vicious outcome it possibly can make peace with being with doing it doesn't mean you have to do the thing you don't want to do and that you're avoiding but you'd be shocked by the clarity that comes if you can make emotional mental peace with doing that whatever it is that you're avoiding that you really don't want to have to do whether it's closing a business or uh, leaving your partner moving to another state whatever it is if you can make emotional and mental peace with with that even if it's just a 10 minute meditation you're doing on your own as if you're going through the steps of that sometimes that enough that alone clears all the energetic patterns so that then you don't have to take those steps Mm -hmm. And then you, you find clarity, you find answers. Or sometimes you've made such peace with one of those those um, scenarios that um, it's okay. You're, you're liberated and you can do which, whichever direction is feeling the best after that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing advice. And, you know, it, it does kind of involve a lot of different situations. So I do encourage people who are listening to kind of go with what situation in their life that may work for in this moment. And when I was with Melissa Joy Johnson, our last um, guest, she told me that until I cleared the fear of um, what the fears that I have running in relation to business, I'm going to continue on a loop, putting, placing them into what I'm creating the fears. Right. Yeah. And so if I'm, making practical what you just said in terms of like step by step I would be feeling and acknowledging worst case scenario of a business of my business yes of like the worst possible thing that could ever happen it doesn't mean you're creating that by the way I know that we're all into but thank you for clarifying clarifying that because yes it doesn't feel certainly doesn't feel comfortable when you sit with Mm -hmm. it because you do feel like am I creating this am Mm -hmm. I creating this but the reality is that you are looking at what's already there and you're acknowledging and accepting the part of you that has um, created fear surrounding that scenario Mm -hmm. and from there you're I I do believe that there is some release. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, it feels like in your physical body when you're thinking about that, like if you're going through the fear 
that's been stuffed down in your everyday reality, you can feel that tension in your body. Like, oh God, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. When you go into it and look at it and say, okay, I'm going to go into this deep, dark cave, your physical body starts relaxing and releasing and letting go. And you're like surrendering to the process. And just that alone is releasing so much stuff and clearing you for not having to experience that in your life. It doesn't mean that you're manifesting it and creating it. It's a different energy to it. It's a subtle frequency, but there's a difference. Yes. Boom. Yeah. No, those are really, really, really important and very necessary pieces of advice Mm -hmm. for people to hear, especially myself. Well, if you're still holding it in your body and all of that tension, you're feeling it because you don't want to look at it because there's so much fear you're almost manifesting it in your life so that you can clear it so that yeah. you do experience it and say, look, you're, you've hit rock bottom. You're still okay. Yeah. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and move on. Like you've cleared that move on. But if you do that through, you know, a meditation and say, okay, I'm going to go into it, let go release. You're clearing it in that way. So you can, and that's another realm, by well, the way. Yes. And what, what also is coming up is that what you are explaining as, um, that fear and release in the body, what tends to happen and what's happened for me is that these, this reality of fear is so programmed that it's almost, I'm almost unaware of it in a physical sense, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, I definitely do have physical manifestations of fear and stress. Um, But what happens is opportunities come up that say, you're not fearless. You haven't cleared this like right. reminder, mm-hmm. you know, because if a situation comes up and my instinct is fear, mm-hmm. then I'm, it's very clear, you know, right. that that hasn't cleared. And fear yeah. is the big one because it, it's a very general term that describes a lot of things, but there is everything. Yeah. It's just really basically like the lack of self connection to that part of you. That's all loving in an, an unconditional way. You, it's like that part of you that just for a second blinks its eye and it kind of forgets. It forgets the immensity of who you are and all that you are and your potential. Um, a good way to, if some of this stuff sounds too much, j- too jarring for some people to fully accept um, a really horrific worst case scenario. Um, another tactic to for kind of like pounding past the fear is just... Um, not staying stagnant. So if it's too much to take a big leap forward in any way, as long as something changes, it changes your frequency that you can get to a higher level, a higher vibration, and you can operate from a different frequency. So anything, any one baby step, even if you feel like it's not related to something you're working on, like let's say you're working on your business. I have been guided with clients to tell them to, Every morning, you have to do this 20-minute workout for like five days in a row. And it's like something I find off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they weren't exercising before. And after day six, whenever we, we talk again, they're in a completely different frequency from this one. And they might keep it up. They might not. It doesn't really matter. It shifted them into a different frequency somehow. Yeah. Even though it's something silly like that, um, making a wonderful green smoothie every single morning and just give yourself like a time limit, like for like six days, even though it seems like it has nothing to do with finances, 
it has shown up in, in sessions with clients that this actually will bring money for you and for your family in some way. It gives mm-hmm. them a sense of new, I mean, we could put practical terms to it, a sense of new life, a sense of vitality that gives them like a new lease on life and a new attitude and the right business connections get made that week. And something kind of gives them a little bit of a break. The universe throws them a bone, but it's taking a baby step in one small direction. Right. I think that that's such a great perspective because when you feel like you need to change something, you look at the thing that you think you need to change and try to figure out how to change it from there. And a lot of times that doesn't work because you're so ingrained in the frequency. So if Mm -hmm. you do something outside of it that changes your physical reality, mental, emotional reality, which like, why not have that be your opportunity to do something fun or different, try a different food, do something that like you look at other people doing and say like, wow, that seems amazing that they're 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 drinking something so fresh and that it just, you know, if that feels good when you're looking at someone else doing it or the idea of it, yes, that could be an intention is everything. So if you kind of look at every time you make that green smoothie as intending it, like an energetic session, healing session with yourself towards your finances. And you kind of intend every time I make this smoothie, I'm kind of eking forward and having more clarity about my financial future your intention when you're doing it from being your energy in your heart center and connected to that it's it's operating from that level and if that's if you're like well I can't do that you know that's (laughs) I'm not even good at meditating like lord knows we've all been there um go to whatever it is you do feel comfortable doing if it's a prayer that you were taught as a child say that prayer every time you make the smoothie if it's not even that if it's just some stupid mantra words of wisdom do that but just intend you know, the, the world energetically is so pliable. Intend that every time I make this smoothie, I'm stepping more forward in my financial environment with, with more clarity. Boom, that's enough. As long as you're confident with your energies that that's enough, that is enough. That's cool. Yeah. What? I, I was just going to say when you said a stupid mantra, I was like, we don't say stupid, we say limited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be nice, everyone. We, uh, we had we a fun limited. conversation last night about being able to have a baby, um, ki- not allowing kids to say the word stupid. Amberly, <laughs> growing up, her family would not, like stupid was like the worst word you could possibly say. Stupid and shut so up. We yeah. tried doing that in my family, and my dad, <laughs> with a moment of road rage, <laughs> confessed to our three-year-olds at the time that we should call them limited <laughs> instead of stupid. <laughs> stupid and still to this day they were it's my to, new favorite term yeah, yeah certain people that it's like a limited mantra yeah family yeah, yeah family frustrations against like the kids still are like yeah they call these people limited like, it's just really bad <laughs> it's but it's so good family, it's so good humor. i know <laughs> we all have it we do um we love them yeah well it's i don't know if we've introduced the fourth member of this podcast oh right but we should we should he has turned my life upside down in all the best funniest ways ever his name is arugula barada whittington (laughs) (laughs) named by me aka gianni gianni whittington so g love he's coming any day now he is i just saw him kicking actually yeah he Mm -hmm. moves a lot and he, he he's i feel like being very instrumental in this podcast 
Um, it's very interesting being so um, holographic, I'm going to say, and being pregnant, and this being my first pregnancy, it has done a number on my entire family in the best ways. It's been such a breeze on a physical level, mm-hmm. and things I've been so scared about. I'm 36, so my entire life about getting pregnant, it's going to be a disaster, and I grew up with health issues, and blah, blah, blah. And those ways, I've used all of the really fun energetic techniques. Mm-hmm. And that has been absolutely incredible. Um, I think I have more energy than people around me. You've never looked better. <laughs> You're so crazy. Yeah, seriously. Never looked better. Been, mm-hmm. you, you guys are so awesome. But You're like a glam mom <laughs> pregnant woman. It's like you, you don't even look pregnant at all. You just happen to have this little basketball on you that's yeah. like attached. And I'm like, oh, who are you? You look like an athletic like goddess. Mm-hmm. I apologize, though, crazy. to the women who are like, that bitch right now because there's pregnancy can be so hard on so many people let me just preface that with i've i've done a lot of work on myself energetically and with other tactics i use and i work with a chiropractor all types of things to make sure whatever and that's why intuition 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 whatever i've been guided to do i have done that to the hilt in such fabulous ways but the way that this pregnancy has thrown me for a loop and at time it's even worked on Amberly and, and Sheena and mm-hmm. lord knows let's say poor Matt right now yeah <laughs> so it has pop pre- a bear up there oh my god he's been just as pregnant as me the entire time um it's almost like this child knows how to use my energy to speak to the world already in very mm-hmm. large hysterical ways of announcing his presence, announcing how he thinks life should be lived. It's very high vibrational ways. I want to hear it. Whoa. Let's channel from Gianni. Okay. Just let's see well, what he I'm wants just, to say. Right now I'm getting feedback, honestly, right now, because I kind of can't communicate with him that he absolutely loves you right now. He thinks you're in your element. He thinks in some way you speaking through a microphone is making money. It's like money in the bank, money in the bank, money in the Thank bank. Thank you, Johnny. Thank For you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. It's like all about money. It's the funniest thing. He's moving actually right now. Yeah, as, so awesome. As um, I'm getting this, oh he knows we're tuning in to help. And he's also sending some kind of like energetic jolt to my right hand of, of things that I'm saying right now. Whoa. <laughs> Do you see that? Yes. My stomach's moving. Um, Am. Yes. He thinks your loads are fun. <laughs> I'm the fun aunt. She's like the fun train. Buckets like of fun for fun. everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Fun train. I'm I'm the fun bus. But yep. he has um compelled me to take a little bit more of a back seat in my life because I'm very um confident with big decisions that have always been very influential in my little inner circle and he wanted like um my husband my my sisters all of them to start stepping into the more confident realms of intuition and living life large that mm-hmm. that I've sort of embraced over the past few years and there's times like I really go to say something and my my, my entire third chakra closes up I can't say it, and, like, Matt has to say it for me. Like, he'll get beamed kind of an intuitive sense about what needed to be said. Mm -hmm. So it's been very funny things like that. Um, Well, you can see from the outside that the people around you have stepped up and done big things for themselves without (laughs) you being the one to guide it for them. I wasn't allowed. We had... 
this is so not my husband, but very much a little bit more me. But still, I was never super extravagant. But recently, <laughs> he kidnapped me. And he's like, I do not know why we have got to drive to Baton Rouge to go check this thing out. And I've been like, I feel like the baby is making me obsessively look at this thing on the internet. And it's something we would have never even dreamed about getting. But it's this van that is half Airstream, half Mercedes. I, th- I feel like this kid wanted this van. He's like, we're going to travel. We're going to have fun. We're going to live life large. It's the Tommy Bahama edition. We're doing this, folks. We are doing this. Bam. Oh, my gosh. And so um, Matt went out and, like, I wasn't even allowed to like comment <laughs> I don't know honestly if I would have commented if I would have agreed with the practicality of this situation but it's like the kid just didn't even care and Matt right. is, was hooked he's like yeah I'm feeling this we're doing this so we're like this family rific it's not our main vehicle <laughs> it's more like a spaceship it's, it's a, their one and only yeah, Mercedes is. van slash Airstream that Matt goes to work in every day. It's got a bathroom in it and like a little kitchenette. <laughs> they have little aliens that live in yeah. the back yeah, under the much. covers. Yeah. He, he does drive With a pickup leprechauns. truck. Like he's pretty. But we now are owners of this big silver van that Amber Lee compared to, what was it? The magic school bus? Yes. The magic school bus that right. takes you into like the human body, into space. <laughs> yeah. You can learn about planets. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a fun bus. I think that's completely accurate. Yeah. And I think that that's a great description of what, like, pregnancy, it's yeah. so true about you because you definitely have been more active. You've definitely been you know, you're the most intuitive person I know, but you were definitely, before you got pregnant, you were definitely doing some things out of obligation and the things that you thought that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. And this pregnancy has definitely thrown you into, I have to do what I am actually inspired to do. Yes. Doesn't matter if it's, and like, it's not even about, let me like move aside my obligations. It's more about You've been in the present moment so clearly and purely, and you're so confident with that information that you've been receiving that you've known, I don't need to actively do the things that I thought were on my to-do list that I had to achieve. Instead, being in the present moment allows me to achieve just as much and probably more so because I'm also allowing other people to take their participation and make things happen for them where I used to take the responsibility. So it's like taking that back seat gives other people the authority to do more in the world I on behalf of every back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And giving them their mm-hmm. power or the, an opportunity for them to step into their own power. I feel like Amberly's been going through the same thing. Yes. We were enabling so many people around us that we mm-hmm. just adore and love and wanted to see succeed. And, um, and Sheena, you too, to a certain extent. And it forced us, <laughs> Amberly and I, we we had a paralleling moment of like two weeks mm-hmm. where we literally had to not engage in many activities. Yep. And Giselle may or may not have been sitting on the couch for like a lot of time during these two weeks. Like, not, I was not even like allowed to check email and things like that. And doing... Oh, this ridiculous foot massager contraption I have and like drinking chai tea lattes <laughs> and it's amazing. but I mean we, I still have like a 
good sense of humor about it, but I didn't feel it at the time. So Amberly and I would vent to each other. <laughs> Basically, our conversations were like, this week, I'm the mayor of Loserville. No, this yeah. week, I'm the mayor of Loserville. Yeah. No, this week, I, I'm the mayor of Loserville. <laughs> so, we both were. <laughs> and to yeah. a certain extent, that sounds so low vibration. But it had to be. It's your ego and like your fear-based patterns that are coming up. And we had to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I'm so compelled that I have to sit here and do nothing just do and be completely at peace with it. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how much I've stared at a wall. <laughs> Literally <laughs> stared at a wall. And I was like, I w- wanted so badly to pick up the remote and turn on the TV so I didn't feel like a freak. And could not do it. I was like staring at a wall. I'm like, okay, what do yeah. I do with this? But it was the best It was necessary. Moments. Right. Oh my gosh. It was, it was absolutely so necessary, necessary to go through that. I needed to uh-huh. stop. I needed to stop everything and it made me it wiped the slate clean it wiped it clean and then I could start living my life in a way that it started bringing up things that I needed clarity on and like look at how you're participating in enabling this person in your life and that person and how are you drained on a daily basis and all of this stuff started coming up boom 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 that I was not seeing until I paused and just (laughs) sat and did nothing and drank pet milk and did things that I, <laughs> I could not bring my logical why? mind to do. <laughs> why? Yeah. That's what I asked the universe. I was like, why on the actual earth am I po- <laughs> like popping a can of pet milk right now? Yeah. Talk about family patterns coming up. It's like old paradigm patterns I had to work through. So um, I had to go with it, but it was the best thing ever because once I did, it started bringing up all the things I needed to look at and heal in myself and that actually helped other people heal around me yes. way faster. And I was Than you trying. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I was weirdly preventing them from healing because I was in this dynamic. It was like, I was co- constantly there's yes. one huge case for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how all I did was constantly hold space for a client. Mm hmm. Um, constantly because I cared so much Mm -hmm. but it actually didn't allow them to fall to a place of yes needing to figure it out on their own and I had Mm -hmm. throughout this year and a half of teaching them a lot and they are amazing by the way Mm -hmm. Um, I provided them with so many tools and they had it's like the second the universe knew they have the tools in their hand to be ready to now do this on their own it's that's the perfection of the universe. That's how it needed to play out. Mm-hmm. That's when Gianni came along in my belly and was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no more. Step back. You're not even allowed to do work on them. You're yes. not allowed to. Do any, you're not even allowed to give them maybe tidbits of advice. Yeah, right. but that, that's it. After that, you let go. You. It's not this every this nightly thing of holding space for somebody. Right. Right. And uh, they did what they would probably consider to say fall quite a bit. But only in those depths did they propel themselves into such appropriate, proper directions that are so beautiful and powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, amazing things are blossoming from that. Yeah. And I, as fancy of work as I could have ever done, 
it would never have been in, in the purity of that way right for well, that person you know that i feel like everyone can relate to this who's listening you know like say it's a friend who constantly comes to you for advice and and asks you questions and and you give your advice and then they don't do anything you know they're not breaking up with him or you mm-hmm. know whatever it is <laughs> and so you're constantly draining yourself trying to help them work through this yeah. mentally and whatever and so it was like that. And so I realized, okay, do they really want my help? There was a difference between someone coming up to me and asking me for help. And I energetically was not drained by them. It was perfect. And I'm like, Like why is it one person? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm allowed. (laughs) You're allowed. Sometimes. (laughs) All the time. And then, yeah, I was wondering, okay, why is it okay for one person, but not for this person or Mm -hmm. that person? Mm -hmm. And then. that's how it was showing up for me. It was the energy behind it that they wanted my energy because it was a crutch to prevent them from stepping into their own power. It was like a pacifier. Like, no, mommy, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And I'm like, you better get the F out of this nest. I'm kicking you out right mm-hmm. now because or else you're just you're always going to be stuck with me and it's a bottomless hole yeah. like a bottomless pit they you can't give them enough of your energy mm-hmm. so it is having to it, it would be like that friend who is in a bad relationship if you gave them the perfect man on a pedestal here you go wrapped up they would get rid of him in a week because it's not coming from within them. You're solving the problem, but it's a Band-Aid because it's not coming from within them. They're not sticking to it. They're not absorbing anything because it's not fully coming up through their body and through their intuition and through their soul to choose that for themselves and their reality. And once they fall quote unquote, and get into a bad relationship with somebody maybe that they really need on a soul level Mm -hmm. and they fall, only then will they choose that perfect man on a pedestal for them. But they're never going to choose it for themselves if you keep giving them the answers. It's not going to happen. Right. And I think that that can be said for every life situation. It's just, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's the difference. And what I want to clarify is the difference between support and yes, this this sure. sort of sucking energy. So yes. what, and I'm sure that people have experienced this in terms of like therapists and things mm-hmm. like that. There are people who allow you to continue to come into their space, mm-hmm. pay them money mm-hmm. for them to say, you know, um, giving, giving you, li- they, it, it's a very clear reality and, and, mm-hmm relationship that's taking place when you are showing up at the same level the person is providing that same level of just pacification Mm -hmm. and nothing is happening Mm -hmm. and you're telling yourself well I'm going to the therapist so I'm doing my part yeah right I'm doing something in healing Mm -hmm. let's you know like take a little inventory and ask ourselves like why am I why do I not feel good when I leave the therapist's office what do I actually need to do for myself that maybe I'm not doing because I'm saying I'm taking care of myself by going to this therapist's office? Um, and then recognizing that there are people who will support you in ways that are not connected to that umbilical cord sort of connection where like their um, prosperity is reliant on your 
um, codependency yeah. with mm-hmm. them. And those relationships are very clear and transparent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am fortunate to say that I'm surrounded by people who provide that type of support where I know and I can see very clearly, you know, Wendy Kennedy, for example, is not going to take the same person's, she's not going to allow the same person to to continue to say, to ask the same question over and over and over Definitely. and over, you know, yeah, right. they, there is a, a sense of integrity with a lot of the people that we talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's less about integrity and more about like, we don't want to participate in that either. Right. And right. I it's think draining. people who are in that dynamic just don't see it. You know, it's not that no. they're doing it on purpose. It's that they're not it's realizing a chronic thing. It's almost yeah. like a chronic addiction to having that issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. You know, different people who are um, <laughs> in these realms, but uh, <laughs> operating in a um, more intuitive, insightful, connected, I'll just say connected, connected to a bigger potential than just like the rule book of life and how we were taught as children of how you need to be. So that's what, when I say different realms, it's mm-hmm. going to kind of like a higher, more connected place of like your potential. But Everybody who who sort of is like holding space in some capacity, I find whether you own a juice bar, have a podcast, um, you're in healing, you do healing sessions like me, you do um, what Matt does, ER doctor, whatever it is, you find that you kind of have waves of people with um, similar cases that gravitate towards you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, what has been my pattern has been people with chronic issues, often chronic physical issues, but it can be other type relationship issues, but chronic physical issues, I'm going to say is typically what it is. And what I have found is that is um, a, a, a mirror image of something else in their life that was a chronic issue, whether it's the way they perceive themselves through their father's eyes or whatever. It represents something else that's like a bigger issue at hand in the way they move through life. And their body's just reflecting that because their body's so literal. So the way to get that I have had to come to terms with to get them out of it is for me to do the best I can shifting work. But eventually I have to step back, give them the proper tools, and they have to step into the connection of them as their own healer with exactly what you two are saying right now. And until they take full accountability and they start figuring out ways that they can start making the course corrections on their own without me holding constant space, whether it's through one of my energy devices or this or that, I mean, it can sound really cool, but eventually they have to step in and make bigger changes. Mm -hmm. And that's when they start to get out of these chronic issues, which is really neat to see and really inspiring when I'm watching people do it. Because it's some of the toughest lots that we'll get in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it is. And it's it's really important to hear that in whichever way it's coming in for you. You know, the difference between, a, you know, what has been traditional talk therapy and healing from what I've seen has been that Yes, you go back into every memory that's ever challenged you, but no one's giving you the authority and the um, the power within yourself to say, yes, that happened, let's clear it. 
It's gone. It served you. Let's release it. Very few people in a traditional sense are doing that. And so there, so, so then what's happening? Like, um, it's not going away. You perceive that to be your past reality, your memory. So you, you can access it as much as you want. When someone gives you a label, people get so stuck on those yeah, labels. But the, the opposite, when someone gives you the authority to say, boom, oh, yeah. that's done. Yeah. Let's, let's move forward into this new frequency. Mm-hmm. And doesn't play into that, you know, victim consciousness anymore. Yes, yes, it might feel a little uncomfortable at first because without that identity, yes. who are you? You know, and all that self-realization comes into play. But at the same time, you're then given the infinite potential of your future self. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one uh, client who's um, very new to this type of work. Um, she's, you know, um, I think in her 70s. And she has been given a label by somebody about having a certain chronic condition that's been very debilitating for her. And it's almost like um, I gave her the right tool set energetically, but also gave her the permission to still have fun with her life, go out and as silly as it, it sounds, it showed up for her. So I always trust what shows up intuitively um, for her to get out of her normal and everyday environment and whichever way that can be, whether she can take a vacation or just um, go visit her, her grandchildren, whatever that is, that that's the key for her. And um, I told her this and her husband immediately chimes in like, we're so baffled. She has blank, blank, blank syndrome, but you're right. We, I took her to the beach a week ago and she has never she didn't have one now that's not the solution for everybody this is just what showed up for her she was able to main to drop the label and maintain a new frequency set the entire time she was there at the beach and they couldn't get over how she didn't have any of her symptoms and so again when I saw her a week ago it's like I reiterated by the way make sure even if you're just still stuck in your same everyday routine same everyday environment do what you can to keep kind of stepping out of that box and looking at yourself in whatever way you're connected to yourself on vacation. And I guess the goal is how can we keep integrating those aspects into our everyday life so that it doesn't take some crazy big expensive vacation and like detaching completely from our own lives. And we can feel like we're constantly on vacation. Which ways can we do that? Do you think your intuition in the moment can give you... Those answers? It did this morning when you were, you fell back asleep and me and Amberly were up and and working on a case. We slumbered you. We did. (laughs) With our energy. (laughs) You got slumbered. We did. We poured mustard in our hair and all this stuff. Yeah. It was fun. Kids. You looked ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we, um, we discussed, um, ways of we we were seeing a pattern and Amberly and I can kind of go into organ systems and and see somebody's pancreas or whatever and immediately start pulling up things with each other working kind of we we ping pong back and forth off each other okay I'm seeing this now I'm seeing inside of the blood vessel walls I'm seeing I keep getting sodium chloride I'm getting sodium and I'm seeing these little jagged edges and as they're trying to travel through this person's blood they're causing inflammation and we we, we work through it 
like that. And the solution was it was causing quite um, a rabbit trail of one thing leading to the other, leading to the other. And I had to stop in the middle and said, stop, we're supposed to go to a higher way of working. So I said, let's go to the, the main culprit, this nugget of what, what's all connected to it. And we're popping it one realm above. Okay. So we're not going to be looking at it in a physical body environment. We're now pulling it into what, that's why we're joking about the Maldives, the Maldives. And let's meet there. So energetically, clairvoyantly, we met in the Maldives, which is crazy. And it showed up as kind of a parasitic looking thing floating on a beach environment. Okay. And I said, what is it that we need to send next to this? And literally <laughs> we both saw somebody jumping off like cliff diving basically into like an ocean. But she and I, we can kind of, it's called linking into the same um, <laughs> clairvoyant track. But literally we threw the frequencies as if this person could leap into cliff dive at that and it, it transformed and it's like what do you want to send next to it um chocolate fondue chocolate fondue <laughs> which represented a pina colada pina colada showed up now pina colada when that showed up for both of us at the same time by the way and we also intuitively tasted pina colada we then also were prodded intuitively to dissect what antimicrobial properties were in coconut oil that needed to be sent to the symptom. So it did relate a little bit back physically to the person. And there was a part of the pineapple right below the stem that contains a lot of um, like anti-cancer properties and things like that, that we were supposed to pull from and send frequencies to this culprit of this energetic pattern that was actually floating around in somebody's body. So it did, but it was such an easier, fun way to work. But who's to say you have to be clairvoyant and like imagine this whole wild scenario in the Maldives? Who's to say somebody like this client I'm talking about can't go and she might not be able to go to the Maldives? This is me. No, it was no. not you. But we did work on you. We did work on you okay. too. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. But who's okay. to say they can't go to like the nearest local sure. beach and spend a day on like like an old tailgating chair and like pull in all these same frequencies and have that aha moment, have that enlightenment, have that, what is it? Satori, whatever you want to call and come home with a physical healing. It doesn't take me and Amber Lee seeing all these wild things floating throughout somebody's bloodstream. It can take something just like a, a magical car ride in the van, <laughs> right? To a nearby beach, right? Mixing a pina colada, even if it's like, and if we happen to do a drum circle, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> Amberly's in charge of that. That's a new yeah. reality for you. Amberly's in charge of that. I know. I was so resistant to acceptance. It. I know. Talk about <laughs> accepting a pattern you don't want to look at. <laughs> but now it's cleared, and I feel like really light about it. But every time, you especially, I got PO'd at you when you were like, let's do a drum circle. I was like, no, it's not me. I was like teary eyed. It yeah. was like horrible. I yelled at you. Ooh, you I wanted to punch really me. Bad. Yeah. And then I was like, now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, trigger. drum circle. Yeah. It was like trigger. big ass trigger. And then now I'm like, yeah, drum circle, easy peasy, whatever. <laughs> oh, you. that's like, really cool. She, I think I feel like she'd do the coolest drum circle ever. Yeah. Like I still feel like she needs to like, she needs to bring sexy back with the drum circle. <laughs> Maybe. She, I really do. I feel like you really need to do that. Stay tuned, everyone. It might happen on a Facebook Live or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you're inspired. Yeah. 
<laughs> so if we're breaking down what we said, we really can't. <laughs> yeah, basically, we try to make everyone hallucinate just now with us yeah. in the Maldives. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hallucinate, hallucinating is really important. It's actually one of the practical methods that we learn in practicing energy work is hallucinating out of your skull via Richard Bartlett and Mm -hmm. matrix energetics. And what that does is it really does take you out of your present reality. And what, let me, and I have been kind of inspired to give the contrast of that, which keeps you in your present reality. Mm -hmm. And that the number one term that I'm getting is noise. So noise from your phone, noise from the TV, just, um, just constant like sounds or, um, visual noise that you are putting in, in sort of just like a commonplace, I do this every day, sort of just constant, um, putting a filter in front of your eyes way of seeing the world that, stops you from being at a a place where you're able to stare at a wall right and just like process Mm -hmm. decompress take inventory deal with assess so that Mm -hmm. the drama and the trauma doesn't have to come up Mm -hmm. in your life right yeah Mm -hmm. the noise keeps to show you yeah i couldn't watch the tv because it was more noise Mm -hmm. i was trying to blanket it and stuff it down more and it was like no you have to sit here and be with yourself. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not suggesting yeah. that that's constant I'm, or all the time. I'm not saying no. that you can't watch TV or be on your phone. Right, right. I'm saying like if if you cannot, if you have a resistance to being alone or in meditation, that's mm-hmm. oftentimes the most important thing to do or right. do something active or just something like when mm-hmm. you can be with yourself. Yes. Yeah. And and do it. It doesn't. Yes, being doing it alone is very important. It's paramount. <laughs> but I'm also gonna go to if you have a friend that you can ping pong back and forth off of, like Matt, me, and Sheena do at times. Yeah, because um, I don't really have a friend. She doesn't have friends. Like, wait, what happened to me? <laughs> Did everyone forget I was here? Like, you didn't mention me. And then Sheena's like, I don't have friends. I'm like, okay. She has, Thought we were Giselle's away. carrying you around. Yeah. You're one with Gianni. She, okay, cool. Right. But my little alien dog loves Sheena. That's her, that's her little friend. Lola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kidding. So, no, I do. <laughs> she has um, so many friends. But I have to do a lot alone. But, yeah. But if you can ping pong back and forth off of somebody, too, sometimes it does, like, open up. Um, more, uh, it's almost like for people who are scared to do it alone, it gives you permission to let your freak flag fly, to let your right brain, which is by the way, this it's connected to the pineal gland and third eye and your heart center and all this stuff. It's your artsy part of you, not the logical math. It's the brilliant part of you. It's the part that Einstein used to, um, you know, theory of relativity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the part that he was able to visualize himself uh, writing whatever it is, the light photon, and have these brilliant moments, the Einstein factor, I'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're allowing that to happen and those images to show up from kind of a heart-centered, connected way still, it's what's go- that that is intuition. That can be the same thing. Sometimes you can develop it into things where you're hearing things, you're seeing things with your actual physical eyes. That's great. I love when those things happen too. You smell things, you taste things. You know, we have that happen, but this is how it can just start. It's just letting your right brain and the knowledge of your body guide you. Mm -hmm. And so it's doing that. And if you can do it with a friend 
where it, it's anyone's capable of it. You're linking in. You can ping pong back and forth. And it gives you permission to not laugh at yourself and to actually try it out until you're getting good clarity about really big situations in your life. I mean, these might be business ventures you want to see succeed. It might be, um, you know, a, a health condition of a loved one who's like dwindling away, whatever it is, it can be really huge issues and, and letting yourself have permission to see what shows up for you can be the course correction you need for everything. It's be, don't be shocked if it leads you to answers that's so simple, but that you were missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The theory of relativity, by the way, I feel like I have to say this for Sheena and for my 19 year old self is, um, Albert Einstein said that if you like nothing, well, people said nothing's faster than the speed of light, but if you are like riding a photon of light or a cell of light at the speed of light, and then you throw something off of it, like a baseball or something, then something's faster than the speed of light. So, and what is that? It could be consciousness or thought or, you know, things that are faster than the speed of light. So anyway, that's the theory of relativity. It's a very watered down version of it, but that's it. I feel I, like you were asking well, me the what importance, it was. the importance of that, of what I'm getting is that, he was someone who is saying that what you're saying is not possible is possible. And here's just one example. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've always tried to tune into that and I've always gotten that it's not exactly accurate. I don't know if I should even say that because that's so bold to be like, I try and tune into Einstein into his highest potential all the time. <laughs> and I get, it's not exactly like he, he agrees in those in whichever realms he's still existing in and I can tap into his potential. And he's now saying it's not exactly accurate. Like there's a lot of wiggle room with that, mm -hmm. that people, Tesla, whoever it is, are starting to feel through. Yeah. Not, Tesla's not but what he does, it, it. what he yeah. does, interestingly, I said that is he represents the, fact that what we think is defined truth is yes. not yes right exactly it's kind of like when we were talking about hugh hefner yes and at lunch your fave yeah and saying mm -hmm. that yeah he might be you know whatever he is but he we can't deny the fact that he brought in a new revolution of saying hey we've been doing this this way look at what I'm going to do now and buck everything and just be a completely different entity of its own. Yeah. That's going to go against society and look how awesome it's going to be. And you do that not from a place of knowing what's going to happen. Right. You do that yeah. from a place of just trusting instinct. In some weird way he was connected to that and mm -hmm. um, chose it, deemed it as his path. And he just like stepped into that. <laughs> He's like, okay, right. tearing down the rule book of society I choose this. And he was so connected to it that he made it successful and profitable. It's like, it's actually mind blowing. Mm -hmm. And to think of the, the years and the decades when he did that. So if he can do that with an institution like Playboy, um, you know, us and all of our endeavors of wanting just to spread healing and self-empowerment and things like that, like my God. And we're, to me, I can connect to that even so much more obviously. Like, what is the potential there? Right. Mm -hmm. How can I use the same fun factor in a different way than you did it, than Hef did it, but um, how can I use the fun factor 
to propel me, my business ventures, my life, my happiness, my raising of a family in my own way. How can I propel that forward? Boom. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By well, throwing a baseball off of a photon. Yeah. <laughs> it's also probably not by reading textbooks about business. <laughs> if I had to guess, I think that there's important there's important information. Purpose, totally. Right. In some weird way, our biggest shift because Lord knows we have enough textbooks floating around this house, mm-hmm. and we have enough time where we, um, listening to lectures, um, reading textbooks, going to seminars, mm-hmm. yeah, going through medical school. <laughs> no, I can. If we Just woke that. up, Matt, right now, we could say that the biggest thing that has propelled us forward in like the past two years is buying the most impractical purchase this Tommy Bahama van yep. that for some reason, this feels energetically very aligned and connected to us as parents and us taking off on a moment's notice on these. Um, he has a very sporadic schedule and making it feel like the most incredible beach day as a family, even with like a little baby in tow or if I have other kids or whatever. And just being like, <laughs> this is not exactly how our parents, grandparents did things. This is how we're doing it. You know, we're jamming to um, G11 special sauce the whole way (laughs) driving there. And we're, this is how we're doing it. This is where we think we're going to end up. We may stop somewhere in the meantime. And this is like our little magic fun mobile. And we're we're going at this. This is the way we're going to do this. We're all basically saying there are no wrong ways. Yeah. The way, (laughs) the way is just the way that you're being inspired to take. And when you become very confident by using your intuition, cultivating it, yeah. relying on it, supporting it, yes. saying this part of myself is just as relevant and important as yes. my physical body. The more that you strengthen that, the more that you are empowered to take those big risks that bring you to that next level. Yes. I feel like Amber Lee's had a lot of those moments too in the past couple of mm-hmm. months. And she yep. shows up energetically to me. Uh, more the word I can't I can't put any other word to it besides solid and I'm so I'm sure she's so sick of hearing me say that word no I like it she feels so <laughs> solid she likes that word makes me feel more solid even when I hope you don't mind me saying this but she went out and bought like a $400 jumpsuit and she's like what did I do about a $400 jumpsuit it's <laughs> yeah. awesome by the way like I it was is. it is awesome it's like so banging on her but Thanks. in some way that is going to increase her profit margin and that sounds insane Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, because it is, you can get locked into like, what the F did I just do? Yeah. Was this a splurge? And then the feelings of like cultural shame come into play. Like, this isn't practical. It's yeah. not logical. I should be spending $400 on this. get into debt. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I have to relinquish all of that, let it go. And yes, sometimes one of the most spiritual experiences I've had is shopping. Well, this is what's coming up for me in relation to that scenario is that when you are operating at inefficiencies in your life because something that's such a part of your daily life, like the way that you represent yourself, mm-hmm. um, the clothes that you wear, the car that you drive, the house that you live in, uh, the people that you interact with, the way that you're communicating with yourself, those are such big energy sources. Yeah. And so if there's an inefficiency in the way that you would like you're like in intending to be mm-hmm. represented right the um, frequency at which you're, you want to hold in business or in social mm-hmm. if there 
if you, your clothes are not matching up to that right. and you are shopping in order because that inefficiency is actually causing in mm-hmm. more inefficiencies elsewhere, mm-hmm. then you actually are definitely taking care of a deficit right? by mm-hmm. spending money on mm-hmm. taking care of that inefficiency. Right. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, they do say dress for the job that you want, not the job you have. Yeah. And although that's sort of, uh, we've been hearing it for years, I feel like that's one of the, like, the little new paradigm nuggets that had infiltrated the old paradigm and was always there. Yeah. I had two grandfathers that were both successful in business and they're just absolutely adored. And that was for both of them, their mantras. Both of them, even though they did different businesses, whatever. And I think that's one of the things, fortunately, I grew up always thinking, I always overdressed instead of underdressed. And I still love that. And it does, it changes every, it changes your frequency set. Well, and it doesn't even have to it be does. like the, the, it doesn't have to be like overdressed, stuff. underdressed. It's it could, how you feel. It's exactly yeah. how it makes you feel. It yeah. could be like a really killer workout outfit that you're wearing that Last day. Last night, the top I had on was, I was, I said it was from Walmart. It was like a bathing suit cover up yeah. from Walmart. It's I amazing it, in it. But it was exactly what <laughs> But you needed. looked awesome in it. I yeah. Like, I need this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just about just kind of tuning in. And Carolyn Mace talks about this a lot, actually, too. And I've mentioned her a couple of times on the podcast. She's a really incredible spiritual teacher who's been around for quite some time. And, um, yeah, just one of the things that she kind of has you evaluate is, like, where you're outputting your energy every day, you know, as energy is money. I love that. Yes. And so recognizing, you know, if you're waking up every single thought that you think, every action that you take, this is all an energy money exchange. And if you're given a certain amount of money, for example, like a hundred dollars every day, and you're thinking for the first three hours of the day, I'm so ugly. I'm so fat. I hate these clothes that, yeah, that's where you're choosing to spend your investment. You're investing in that. And then you're going to see it. See your investment, your Absolutely. return on your investment. Absolutely, right. that, that is investment's so going to grow. Saying this, mm-hmm. like my first, I'm going to say, kind of like spiritual teacher ever um, in these realms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, long ago, that was in 2004. Um, used, and I'm sure she said, Carolyn Mace said, used that same analogy for right. me to describe because she was intuitive, and I had a huge energy deficit, and she kept trying to explain things to me. And it was the same analogy. I haven't heard it since 2004. And it's like now I'm very familiar with Carolyn Mason. Her, yeah, I own her programs and you listen, whatever. And it's so funny that you bring that up. I love that. It comes yeah, full circle. Yeah, I love her. And God. It's, it, it just allows, it's just a way of doing self-inventory. Yeah. How are you speaking to yourself? How are you treating yourself? You know, um, it, it doesn't, you know, there, I don't know, there are just many, th- and, and everything feels different to different people. So there may be a man who's a multimillionaire who loves his like worn out sneakers and that's what makes him feel amazing and awesome. Yes. But then there's a woman who's trying to reach that same level and every day she looks down at her shoes, she says, I, I this is what I am. You know, if her shoes are worn out and like scuffed up and they don't make her feel good about herself, yeah. that's an investment that she should be making. Absolutely. That that right. clears a deficit. That mm-hmm. that that releases that energy to be used in some other aspect. Absolutely. Anything that is around you and rep- you're kind of um, cognating as your world, your life, you're defining yourself as 
that is not an energetic match to the state you're kind of walking, the energetic frequency you're walking into, if it's lower than you, I highly suggest you do what you can to get rid of it. Declutter your life, declutter your mind. So when I always, they know, constantly talk about release work, and that's, a lot of that's the work of like Lester Levinson or um, even just uh, exercising for me can be release work. It clears the mind for a reason. It's clearing energetic patterns that are low vibrational. And that's why you feel better even after on like a chemical level too. But it can be a pair of shoes that you really desperately keep getting addicted to wearing because they're so comfortable, but they kind of make you feel a little like not your best when you have them on. So get rid of them and start <laughs> trying to do what you can. Yeah. Pare down to the most basics. That Marie Kondo, man, what is it? Kanmari method. Like, um, this. What's that simplest, tagline for that book? The magic, life changing magic of tidying up. Of tidying up. The life changing magic of tidying up. Simplify down to the basics. That's the highest quality of the frequencies you're walking into. So for me right now, with being pregnant, I never even went and shopped for maternity clothes once. I didn't need to. It's not because I have beautiful maternity clothes. It's because I realized when I put them on, it made me feel like a tent. (laughs) (laughs) So I got stuff that made me feel, I'm shocked, but because I'm normally very like frou-frou and um, love getting all dressed up and elegant and all the different crazy, fun, wild accessories and artsy. Mm -hmm. And I've been very compelled that the frequency set I'm moving into is a little bit like sleeker and maybe a little bit more modern and a little bit more like on the go, not fancy at all. Like just, but something very almost like in my head, like it's not, it's stuff from Walmart, but like (laughs) New Yorkish that has just very basics that are high quality, that are super comfortable, super easy to launder. And I'm just like these little uniforms. And that for me, shows up as a certain frequency set that in some odd way elevates me and I have to wear those things mm-hmm. or yeah. else it drags me down. It's all about the way but, you feel. Yeah. yeah. Taking inventory and then and then making sure that you are taking care of the ways that, you know, I, this is definitely something that I can work on. <laughs> yeah. Note to self. Well, it's just <laughs> redefining success. So, like, you can be a multi-billionaire and be run into the ground and not enjoy your life. But the society would be like, what a success. Yeah. <laughs> and But if you are like struggling in business or, you know, whatever it is, but you're having a blast doing yeah. while doing it, that to me is a success. Yes. For me, because yeah. I've now tried to redefine it for myself. Yeah. And try and show up with frequencies around like-minded people where everybody can um, ping off of that and amplify each other's stuff mm-hmm. in ways that shift everyone. So yesterday, when we all met up for lunch at a little like courtyard setting, we all three had been stuck in our same frequency sets for a week. And we all probably like made it there by the hardest and like, okay, I know I need this, but right now I have like X, Y, Z to do on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we all show up. And it took almost like this entire lunch of us three hour lunch ordering 
odd appetizers that we don't know why we were feeling <laughs> a bloody mary which yeah. ha- like we've been friends for how long i've never seen me drink yeah, a never, bloody mary never in my life have you drank a bloody <laughs> mary but i was like super me i was too. enjoying myself because you were enjoying <laughs> yourself and we were all like do that. linked into this energy yeah. of like i was like i love what you're doing right now i love what you're doing right now i love what i'm doing right now <laughs> just like amplified everything yeah yeah but from that, for that to lead through the progression of even yesterday mm-hmm. and how we all like let that ping off of each other to elevate all of us into what I feel like when we depart, we're in completely different frequencies from that point permanently forward mm-hmm. with new business ideas we've thrown out, new fun times we've had when yeah. Matt wakes up, right <laughs> around in the van, to um, staying up till two in the morning watching some movie on Netflix yeah on the couch pit <laughs> eating donuts in the morning eating donuts in the morning. every time i am with you it feels like a vacation <laughs> yeah. that's what i want to bring to the world i want vacation yeah. i mean that i think everybody needs that like it's not something that's like my superpower but that's what i keep only because like i'm like literally intuitively guided <laughs> and i'm talking about from like what i would think of as pretty spiritual masters mm-hmm. you know right like when i try and tap into the energy of you know mother mary jesus christ whatever they're like yeah <laughs> You need va- you need vacation vibes today. It's very yeah. healing. People need that. The world needs that. The, and it doesn't mean everybody has to go to the Maldives. Right. It means, you know, put on some footsie pajamas and put on a really good Netflix mu- movie. Mm-hmm. Pop some organic popcorn and have a fun time. <laughs> Speaking of, I really want garlic knots. Oh, my God. They were so out of this We world, have though. some leftover in the fridge. So after this, I'm going to mm-hmm. consume some. Spoken to you by your favorite nutrition expert, Amberly <laughs> Carter. Hey, what it's a killer way to end. I know it is about enjoyment. What you're, what you're guided to eat. Yep. If you're tuned in, it is a spiritual experience. It's a spiritual that, experience. Garlic I'm clear audiently hearing that right now. <laughs> uh, thank you for the confirmation. It's, you know, it's true that all of us eat extremely high vibrational and healthy. Yeah. And um, I've had an obsession with watermelon this entire pregnancy. I crave (laughs) healthy food on the daily, like crazy to the point, like my business partner drives him crazy because I'll sit there talking about a spring roll, like it's some steak dinner from like the nicest steakhouse in New York. But, um, the thing is you have these moments where you just have to have some amazing cupcake donut, something that defies all logic in your rule set and you have to break it and it's the most beautiful thing that you do and you follow right. that and that your body actually this is what we've learned allowing ourselves to become so physically pliable your body can respond more beautifully to that with that frequency set than mm-hmm. it did to all the raw stuff that I was having before right right when you yeah. change your belief system and let go and and let go of all of that oh that's yeah. gonna make me fat that's gonna make me right. unhealthy yeah. that's gonna it's a lot of that goes into play with yeah. that. And when people start dabbling in it, they're realizing, oh, I can eat a garlic knot and not yeah. blow up with inflammation because yeah. they change their belief set surrounding it. Right. Yeah. And then and when you do that constantly, you'll probably find that you are more inspired to eat nutrient-dense foods. Definitely. Yeah, the majority. Like you will crave, yeah. you'll crave what's best for your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. have to be flexible and pliable. Yeah, I find that when the three of us, I you know, we've all three done this a really good job of trying to 
um, transform this limitation in ourselves for probably the past two to three years. Mm-hmm. And we've all done really great jobs with really like incredible, I feel like results for knowing where we came from with that being something we were all three so obsessed with. Mm-hmm. But I will put this out there too on an energetic level and I'm, I'm, I see it clairvoyantly that when the three of us do it together, because we're kind of bursting through this pattern together, like last night when we were eating at Bread and Circus, the pizza place, um, which was like this incredible like homemade Italian stuff uh, that Amber Lee did a wonderful job ordering for all of us, like a mama Thanks. bird. Thank you. But <laughs> when the three of us are breaking the rules set together, the exponential effect of the synergy of us choosing to to operate with in a new pattern, a new frequency set together it's a more powerful energetic session on the three of us. So mm-hmm. like we have much more potential of maintaining almost like a, a new healed aspect of ourselves. That's going to let us have that much more wiggle room with fun food in the future for when we do want to break. I yeah. like it. Which like bring it on, bring on the garlic knots. And we'll yeah. share all those frequencies with our listeners. Yeah. I hope that this has been mm-hmm. yes a Giselle vacation. On the magic school bus with everyone. Oh my gosh. I haven't had alcohol in like March, <laughs> April, whatever. And I had beer for the first time last night. It was magical. Giselle made it and put <laughs> pink salt. Himalayan sea salt in and it lime. with lime in a frosted mug. And I just, I started morphing <laughs> into like the most healed person in the world because it was, I needed that yeah. so much. in my courtyard. Sheena had, was on our hammock for the entire time it was dark (laughs) outside and this is how things get we get very like guided for exactly how we have to do things and it's always a blast but we had to and Amberly and I just kept seeing it over and over again we had to listen to 1940s jazz music yeah (laughs) or maybe Sheena was it you even that confirmed it you're like I keep hearing dream a little dream of me that was me that was you yeah Yeah. so we had to listen to and I kept seeing images of 1940s women and it was um, a sign for us in this little intuitive, energetic powwow, uh, redefining the American dream and seeing how in the new paradigm that's accessible. So it's an ongoing session, but in such a fun way that it's I... Not, it doesn't feel like work. No, no not It's at all. totally play. And it, yeah. And that's what's what healing. And that yeah. is the American... That ha- is how the American dream started. Yes. Boom. Mic drop. It Love is it. with yeah. friends and jo- enjoyment uh, and um, mm-hmm. indulgence and exploration and, and risk taking and yeah. vacations and disconnection, mm-hmm. all those things. Let's also point out because the universe constantly gives us very obvious feedback. Um, when you start to dabble in these realms, intuition and whatnot, and you're playing with your reality, it, it talks back to you. So when we were driving, from the restaurant where we ate in the courtyard mm-hmm. to my house, the amount of old vintage 1940s cars that showed up. How wild was that of the universe my making gosh. something so obvious? It was so weird. Like such old, old I don't remember Ford this. Car. <laughs> you, were, you were asleep in my back seat. Yeah. Last night? No, driving to my house from yeah, the dri- restaurant. Yeah. No, from, not last night. From, from lunch, lunch home. You oh, were asleep in my backseat yep. yeah. and there were like old cars everywhere and I was taking note of it and I had to play like Italian old jazz music. music. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a separate car and I had to do the same thing. Yeah. And I we didn't know that 
the other one was paying attention to the same stuff. So yeah, that's weird. fun. And every Thank time you. I see it, it was in the it was on my left side. These vintage yeah, it was cars, left side, and it was waves of them coming from yeah. different directions. They were like pouring out of a parking lot. I'm like, yeah. was this a 40s convention that yeah. we missed? Like, are you actually real, or are we hallucinating that you're pulling? Skull. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You'll we'll never, never know. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's really a hallucination anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> it was this fabulous universe exercise in the American dream. Yep. Yeah. Should we get Matt? I don't think Okay. Um, yeah. Well, for the person who asked that we have a more structured format, I think that here you go. You yep, received it, was, it. This was very structured. <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. Planned bullet points. Yeah. You know what you're getting. We basically just did the re- theory of relativity this yes. whole time. We were like, okay, you think you're just going to go at the speed of light, but here, we're going to throw a baseball off of it. A baseball, a car from 1940s, yeah. a pina colada from the Maldives. They're all connected. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. And I hope it felt like a vacation to the people that were listening. I, I think really that they... Did. They definitely, um, they, I don't know how you wouldn't be able to feel if that you frequency. you feel into it, just for you to know from uh, my perspective, and I was once a very linear person, uh, it's abs- and you can know this, let's just say from a Wendy Kennedy podcast, I mean, how much, much more powerful can it get than that? Mm-hmm. I still joke about my dad listening to, to her podcast and driving around because the energetic work shifting. And this is someone who's like a manly man who's, he knows that I do this and he loves it, but it's, it's not like he's out there meditating and doing energy right. work himself, but he felt such tremendous shifts from something like this type of outlet that, um, <laughs> he felt like he was going through the most intense detox and was having a hard time, like staying awake on the road. <laughs> and he said when he would go to make like a left turn, it was like left turn, like as if he's like echoing like this like slow-mo universe. Yeah. Like slow-mo. So, um, but anyway, from this point of view, I now say we're putting out vacation vibes. Feel into that. It's definitely real. It's something that's like my pride and joy for the most healing thing on earth right now that I'm accessing. And I love it. It puts us in the frequencies that we all deserve, have the right to. It's like, um, it's our birthright. It's our birthright to come to this earth plane and figure out a way to make it feel always like these frequencies. So that's the Matt and Jizzy vibes. Yay. <laughs> I love it. for everyone. So um, I will put in the show notes how to get in touch with Noelle via her website. Not her cell phone. You're not allowed. Wait, who's Noelle? Oh. Did I, I say was, Noelle? You did yep. say Noelle. I feel like there's a reason for that, though. That is so weird. It's very interesting. Did I say Noelle? Yeah. Noelle. It's very interesting. Noelle. <laughs> Who is Noelle? We know who Noelle is. Well, no, it too. That is but, who we're talking about? No, but I feel like there's always no. a reason. I think that Noelle, well, in. Noelle definitely connects very highly Strongly with you, Giselle. Me. Yeah. Um, so maybe she just wishes to be a part of this podcast, which now you are, Noelle. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. We love Noelle. Um, but I will, Noelle I will is put, an acupuncturist, by the way. Yes. She's amazing yeah. and practices in other modalities. Noelle Eanes. And she's been on the podcast a couple of times. Yeah. And if you want her contact information, I'll give that to <laughs> you as well. <laughs> Weird. I guess someone who's listening needs acupuncture. Yeah. Well, also, um, Noelle came from somewhere that was very um, studied in a really yes. beautiful kind of um, classical kind of acupuncture type of a way. And... Um, has completely embraced in such an inspirational way 
um, um, seeing and have physical effects on her clients can be made from something like vacation frequencies. I feel like it's completely tied in. Right. She took a trip to Bali mm-hmm. and um, other places. She has traveled quite a bit this year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has not only affected her and her own reality and finances, but it has actually affected how well she can hold healing space for her clients. The reviews that she's getting from clients it's rave reviews. Yeah. It's incredible shifts going on because it made her hold a higher vibrational healing presence Absolutely. from something like vacation vibes. And, she's, and I feel like that's why you said Noel. Yeah. She's always intuitively done that. I think incorporated more than just like the practical medicinal Eastern medicine approach, mm-hmm. but she's definitely trusting it and enhanced, enhanced her, um, her play with it and her experience of it and is providing, I guess exactly what we talked about this entire podcast. Exactly. She's applying it in her practice as well. She's a very good example. I know. I don't think she'd mind me saying as well that, um, you know, after a little bit of talking, she and I did, um, it doesn't always take a fancy vacation, although she did go to Bali for quite some time, but she went one day just after a normal work day to go jump on trampolines at one of these like, trampoline places and allow mm-hmm. herself to feel like a little girl on vacation like if I was a little girl this is what I'd want to be doing and she completely went and embraced that and I adore that so. I I want people who are listening to this podcast to tag us in either raw talk with Sheena or um, basic witch super course hashtag on Instagram of you doing something that you love we we did a contest yeah. but I just like want to see it you being playful vacation vibes um, tag Giselle if you follow on her in, on Instagram it's Satsuma Giselle and I'll put that in the show notes so that we can see and kind of like <laughs> play with what your expression of this has been because it's fun for us you know, we deserve a little fun too. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, loads of it. Loads of it. Buckets and buckets of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I every time I th- think about fun, I think from a friend's episode. Um, do you know this episode? Huh. Joey and Janice's day of fun. No, I don't know that. I know Joey and Jan. I know Janice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how she laughs. <laughs> that's what I think of. And they have to do something probably totally ridiculous, like Disney World and um, sandwiches. So awesome. <laughs> sending out those vibes real hard. Okay, everyone. Um, if you want some more of them and you actually do need a vacation to New Orleans specifically, mm-hmm. we are hosting our second Basic Witch Super course, October 20th through 22nd, Amberly and I. And we are incredibly excited about it because we're applying all of this in real time in real connection with the people who are attending. And so we're really excited to see these major shifts happen on an individual and collective level for, for everyone who shows up. And it's just, it's going to be Joey and Janice's day of fun. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a weekend of yes. I feel like they've been tuning into these frequencies even before this podcast and realizing how powerful this is for the basic witch super course attendees. Because um, I will say that back um, three or four months ago when they were first announcing it, they were very um, inspired, compelled, and guided to begin the promotion by them being on jet skis one day <laughs> and doing <laughs> yep. promotional That's shots true. there. We sure did. So anyway, it I feel like it set the tone for the super cores. I'm just I love it, that you said that. It's mm-hmm. going to have these vibes. And so... Um, 
take part in that. Yeah, yeah, it's about elevating. It's about expanding. It's about releasing. It's about taking inventory and a very fun approach to all those things. Yeah, to be in these healing, incredible, in that very spiritual realms, not everybody is going to be Gandhi, as wonderful as he was. Sometimes we're going to be um, energetically at the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's kind of the frequencies they're bringing. But who's to say that in its own right, can't have very spiritual undertones in beautiful ways that cause, for me, it has caused very physical healing shifts in ways that um, very um, traditional stuff and very hardcore other things that had scientific basis did not ever do Mm -hmm. for me couldn't reach that so i had to um tap into allowing these frequencies of vacation vibes to enter into my reality and shift me as a whole and that's amazing that's good news for everybody (laughs) like this is not a bad way to heal people it's not i just got and this is the song that never ends it's for sure the longest podcast that's ever been recorded we're we're reaching two hours so we are gonna we're gonna round it out with um amberly sheena giselle gianni noel and matt Matt, apparently those are the and lola the alien dog don't forget about Lola. All the and Wendy Kennedy, Wendy yeah. Kennedy, Richard Bartlett, Carolyn Mace, yeah, Albert Einstein, Johnson, Albert Einstein, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla er, uh, everyone. Yeah. Oh, Mary and Jesus, gangs all here. Yep, um, Hugh Hefner, <laughs> Hugh Hefner. Oh yeah, <laughs> most importantly, the guy that, it, that started Ritz Carlton. Matt's reading his book, but okay, it's called The Gold Standard. Cool. Oh, interesting. Vacation vibes, everyone. Reach out. I'll put all the information in the show notes. I hope you have an amazing week and talk soon. Peace. Bye. Bye.